Is she back here or is she up here? It's hard for me to tell. Podcast, episode 173, Tipitaka, part 104, in which I will recite Bikuni Vibanga, Nisagia 8 and 9. For those who uh, have never seen me before and have no idea what this is, feel free to click here. That will take you to Tipitaka, part 1 rather than 104, um, and then things will make more sense. However, if uh, you'd rather watch this one, and it is the first one you've watched, then I will translate some of that Pali into English. Tipitaka means three baskets, referring to, um, in old times and probably somewhere uh, today, well, more than one place, they would keep these um, texts in three baskets, three rectangular baskets. And uh, one was for the rules and discipline, one was for the teachings, and one was for higher doctrine. And uh, so what we're reading is the Vinaya Pitaka, which is the first basket, which is the rules and discipline. The Bhikkhuni Vibhanga means uh, nun analysis. It's the rules for nuns in uh, Lord Buddha's original order. And... Um, Nisagiya means forfeiture, meaning you break a rule where you end up with something that you shouldn't have, so you have to forfeit it to the order. Our special guest today, the Pillar of Ashok, um, a sort of modern, it's been adopted by the Republic of India as kind of a patriotic symbol, so that's what this is specifically, but it's... Uh, basically the same as the old Pillars of Ashok. We'll show you just one um, in previous episodes. That's an old stone one uh, that I saw in some cave dwellings outside Pune. So that was from um, a long time ago. They were, uh, I think, first century BC, uh, monks living in, uh, in those caves. But anyway, so Ashok, you might know from here, that's King Ashok. So what we're covering today is pre-sectarian early Buddhism. And uh, after about three or 400 years after Lord Buddha, um, King Ashok came along and became an avid sponsor uh, of Buddhism in a similar way that you could say that Constantine uh, became for Christianity. And it had a similar effect on India as you know, Constantine's conversion had on the Roman Empire if that makes sense. So for a long time, well, for, for a while, at one point, uh, starting with King Ashok, India was a very Buddhist country, uh, but then um, it became less so and more Hindu and then eventually more uh, Islamic for a while. And then now in India, you can find um, various strains of Buddhism that came from outside India, but the native, uh, 
Buddhism of India kind of was wiped out for a few hundred years, but then has come back. So it originated in India, left India, disappeared from India, then came back to India. So I'm in India, if you didn't know. Uh, Goa, which has a whole other thing going on uh, that's unrelated to Buddhism. But anyway, so yeah, I've talked a lot about uh, the Pillar of Ashok in the past. So um, I think that, that that's enough for today. We'll bring the dial on back to pre-sectarian early Buddhism. And I will go ahead and get to the reading. Forfeiture. Nisakia. Eight. Once upon a time in Bihar. No, no, no. Um, at one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, nuns dwelling in cells belonging to a certain guild were going short of kanji. Then that guild, having made a voluntary collection for kanji for the nuns, having laid aside what was necessary in a certain shopkeeper's house, well, at least it's not a cloak seller this time, having approached the nuns, spoke thus, quote, Ladies, in such and such a shopkeeper's house, what is necessary for kanji is laid aside. Having had husked rice brought from there, having the kanji boiled, make use of it. End quote. The nuns, having got medicine in exchange for what was necessary, made use of it. Um, sidebar. Last time I had said that perhaps when I listened to this myself reciting this later, it'll make more sense. And it did. Um, I never was able to figure out what was going on in uh, Nisagia 6. I mean, during the video, but then afterward, I was like, oh, okay. It's just a sort of turn of phrase that I, I missed where um, the robe material had been laid aside and the robe material was what was necessary. And they traded what was necessary for medicine. Now, you might be thinking, well, medicine, that's pretty important, right? Um, but earlier, I, it's somewhere in these books, uh, basically, uh, medicine is defined as like honey, molasses, and uh, ghee, and a couple of other, you know, things that we today perhaps wouldn't think of as medicine, at least in the conventional sense, maybe in an Ayurvedic sense in, in certain contexts, but uh, certainly not, you know, modern medicine. Anyway, so that's what's, that was what was happening then, and it's happening again now, except with kanji instead of rope material. All right, then that guild, having found out three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can these nuns get something in exchange for what was necessary? Parentheses and, and parentheses, appointed for another thing, destined for another thing, belonging to a company. End quote. That's exactly how they sounded back then, too, in English and everything. No, no, no. It's a different language. 
Quote, is it true? So again, Miss Horner has skipped. I assume it's Miss Horner that's doing this, unless maybe, maybe the uh, the ancient scribes um, left out all the stuff that usually goes in between here and just jumps to Buddha talking without even saying that it's Buddha talking. Quote, is it true? As is said, monks that nuns got something in exchange, three dots, belonging to a company, three dot, I mean, end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. Because the three dots are missing. There's no three dots. Usually there's three dots indicating that there's like a page and a half where the nuns talk about it and they get outraged and then they tell the monks and the monks talk about it and the monks get outraged and then one of them goes to Lord Buddha and says, you know what's going on with the nuns? And Lord Buddha says, what's going on with the nuns? And he says, they're doing this. And then Lord Buddha asks, that's what goes on in the, uh, the three dots usually, but there's not even three dots. So I'm confused. Um, maybe one day I'll uh, get a, an actual Pali Tibitaka and learn to read it. We'll see. We'll see how long I live. Uh, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, <clears throat> saying, quote, How, monks, can nuns get something in exchange, three dots belonging to a company? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun should get something in exchange for what was necessary, parentheses and, and parentheses, appointed for another thing, destined for another thing, belonging to a company, there is an offensive expiation involving forfeiture, end quote. <clears throat> so it's the same as the thing with the robe material, because that wasn't even specifically about robe material. It was uh, getting something that was necessary, destined for the order, and trading it for something else. The first one was that was donated. The second one was that the nun asked for or that the order asked for. And this third one is belonging to a company. It's the same rule, but three different. Whatever means three dots. None means three dots. For what was necessary, parentheses and, and parentheses appointed, for another thing destined for another thing means for what was given for another thing. It's fun when the definition is shorter than the thing it's defining. Um, belonging to a company means it is for a group, not for an order, not for one nun. Okay. Should get something in exchange means three dots. CVI21-3, instead of belonging to an order, read belonging to a company. Okay, so it defines belonging to a company as, oh, it is for a group, not for an order, not for one nun. Interesting. I missed that in the story. I'm not sure what the group was that isn't an order of nuns. Maybe it's just not for the whole order of nuns, but for one group of nuns. So it's a company. Okay. <clears throat> Yes, should get something in exchange means three. Oh, we already read that. Uh, she is if she is the first wrongdoer, right? All that. So like this rule doesn't apply 
if she's mad, if there are accidents, etc., etc. It varies. It's not and it's not entirely the same every time. So it's a little obnoxious to put it in three dots because we can guess, but we won't know exactly what goes in those three dots. We can kind of know approximately what goes in the three dots. <sighs> okay. Well, there it is. I don't really have anything to say about uh, that rule. <clears throat> so I'll just keep reading, shall I? Forfeiture, Nisagia 9. Three dots. Okay. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at <clears throat> Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, nuns dwelling in cells belonging to a certain guild. Three dots, parentheses, C-V-I-I-I, one, and parentheses. <clears throat> Obviously, V-I-I-I is eight, referring to Nisagia eight. I'm just reading out the Roman numerals that way to emphasize the obnoxiousness. Three dots, quote, three dots, make use of it, end quote. And the nuns, <clears throat> although having themselves asked for what was necessary, yet having got medicine in exchange, made use of it. Then that guild, having found out C-V-I-I-I-1, after belonging to a company, insert parentheses, and, and parentheses, that they themselves asked for. So, that, yeah, that was Nisagia 7, though. So, what, what is the difference between this and Nisagia 7? I'm sorry. Uh, they, they themselves asked for, that's... Yeah, that's, that was Nisagia 7. They got something in exchange for something that was necessary. Mm, get something in exchange for what was necessary, parentheses, and appointed for another thing, destined for another thing, belonging to an order, and that she herself asked for. Well, yeah, there's more stuff in that, but still, I don't see the difference. Maybe that's why Miss Horner decided to shorten this to, like, half a page. Um, so, I'll just read it. And, uh, sorry about today's episode being such a dud. Maybe I'll read for, uh, Nisagia 10, just to, just so it's not like, yeah, kind of like that, but slightly different, but actually the same in an in undistinguishable, indistinguishable um, way. All right, where were we? <clears throat> three dots, quote, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun should get something in exchange for what was necessary, parentheses, and, and parentheses, appointed for another thing, destined for another thing, belonging to a company, parentheses, and, and parentheses, that she herself asked for. Ah, okay, so it's a company and she herself asked for, where the other one it was belonging to an order and she herself asked for. Okay. Uh, there is an offensive expiation involving forfeiture, end quote. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots, for what was necessary, parentheses, and, end parentheses, appointed, for another thing destined for another thing, three dots, belonging to a company, three dots, that she herself asked for means oneself having asked for. All right. <clears throat> the Port Authority Central Task Force Arrangement Society means that's oh, that building over there. Like, okay. Edward Charles Reed means me. 
I don't know. It's just, it's funny, funny to me when the definition is shorter than the should get something in exchange means three dots parentheses cvi two one to three instead of belonging to an order read belonging to a company parentheses and and parentheses that she herself asked for and parentheses three dots if she is the first wrongdoer all right forfeiture nisagia 10 at one time the enlightened the Lord was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatapindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda, oh, that's fun, that's fun, yeah. oh, something happening. I mean, it's not, not anything new, but something. All right, the nun Tulananda was very learned. She was a repeater. She was also, oh, she was wise. She was skilled in giving Dhamma talk. Many people visited the nun Tulananda. Now, at that time, the nun Tulananda's cell was falling to pieces. People spoke thus to the nun Tulananda, quote, why is this cell of yours, lady, falling to pieces? And quote, quote, sirs, there are neither benefactors nor are there workmen. End quote. Then these people, having made a voluntary collection for the nun Tulananda's cell, gave what was necessary to the nun Tulananda. And the nun Tulananda, although having herself asked for what was necessary, kind of by saying what she was missing, she didn't actually ask for it, but whatever. Uh, yet, having got medicine in exchange, made use of it. It's just funny to imagine they're just getting honey or something. Like, oh, give me a mixture of honey and ghee and I think um, curd, which means Greek yogurt for people outside of India. Um, anyway, the people, having found out, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the lady Tulananda get something in exchange for what was necessary? Parentheses and and parentheses appointed for another thing. Destined for another thing. Belonging to an individual, ah, parentheses, and, and parentheses, what she herself asked for, end quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, three dots, parentheses, and, and parentheses, that she herself asked for, end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can the nun Tulananda, three dots, parentheses and and parentheses that she herself asked for. Is she back here or is she up here? It's hard for me to tell. Never mind. Um, it is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not yet in parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training, whatever nun should get something in exchange for what was necessary, parentheses, and, and parentheses, appointed for another thing, destined for another thing, belonging to an individual, parentheses, and, and parentheses, that she herself asked for, there is an offense of expiation, 
involving forfeiture. End quote. Thank you, uh, the nun Tulananda. You may go. All right. Whatever means three dots. None means three dots. What did I say? In three more we'll do it? Okay, so two more. Uh, for what was necessary, parentheses, and appointed, uh, and, and parentheses, appointed for another thing, destined for another thing, three dots. Belonging to an individual means it is for one none, not for an order, not for a group, that she herself asked for, <clears throat> oneself having asked for, should get something in exchange means three dots, parentheses, as above, read constantly belonging to an individual, parentheses, and, and parentheses, that she herself asked for, end parentheses, three dots, if she is the first wrongdoer. Hey, Tulananda, are you the first wrongdoer? No, she is not the first wrongdoer. She, is, she has wronged done before. All right. Um, so I think, you know, the previous episode and this episode uh, was five different examples of uh, when something necessary is being given to you. <clears throat> Don't exchange it for honey or ghee or molasses or curd. Take the blankets or whatever, the robe material. Can you hear the train? <clears throat> um you know, use it, distribute it, and that's it. Don't trade it usually for medicine, for ice cream or whatever, you know? Medicine. I know in, uh, in most states in the U.S. and uh, in and Netherlands, <clears throat> that would have an entirely different meaning. If somebody gave food, and I could see that easily coming up, like, I'm starving, could you give me food? And give them a bag of chips, and they quickly go trade the bag of chips for medicine. Okay, um, I think that's it. If you're interested, long-time uh, viewers know that this is not my only podcast. Uh, just yesterday, I released an episode of a podcast that uh, the episodes only come up about once every three months. And I ended that episode by referring people to this podcast. So just to make a nice yin-yang, I'll put the dot. Um, feel free to click there if you want to keep seeing my face and uh, keep hearing my voice, but you don't mind if the rope changes a little bit. And I will go ahead and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.